Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi everyone, in today's episode, we're going to discuss some very rewarding ways that you can achieve some amazing results by developing some high performance habits. Now, I am one of those that I'm always reading. I have a book everywhere I go. I know I can listen to it on my phone or, you know, whatever, my iPad and everything, but I am a book person. I like turning pages. I like writing notes. I like highlighting. If it's a motivational, um, self-help, faith-driven, but, you know, then I just read the fun stuff, you know, the novels, the historicals, the biographies, um, all of that stuff. So I'm always carrying them with me. Um, I do listen to them in the car when I'm driving because I live in a very remote area. So sometimes it might take me like an hour to get to the city to where I need to do whatever it is I'm doing. So I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen, and I listen to a lot of books even though I have the book. So if you are one of those that you're, you know, are always in the car or finding yourself bored and you have idle time, just remember that you can listen to a podcast or you can listen to a book and just always look for ways that you can either entertain yourself or make yourself better in certain areas. So some of the things that I thought about over the weekend when I was thinking about this podcast is, you know, let's talk about habits. I mean, we're all going into the summer. Um, things are changing. You know, the kids are home. Um, you're trying to balance and everything else. So this could be a good time to start implementing some new habits, or maybe you have been working on a habit and you haven't been that focused on it. So now is a good time to bring it back up and then start looking at how you can make that a, a habit in your daily life. Um, also this would be good for your kids, um, regardless of age, you could teach them so many things by developing good habits, you know, whether they're biting their fingernails or they, um, you know, just want to watch TV all day, or, you know, they don't have a lot of confidence in themselves. I mean, you can see what's going on with your kids and you should be, be pretty laser focused on that, but you can help them develop habits so as they grow up, they have really good, strong ethical habits to put in place. But for right now, we're going to talk, just talk about you because I think that once you focus on yourself that, and you do, and you look at yourself in, in ways on, well, how can I be better in this area of my life or this area? And when you do that and you notice that you need to make improvements, then those improvements, people see it the family sees it. So I always say that, you know, focus on yourself. Don't feel like you're um, giving up anything or you're taking away from helping someone else because sometimes you have to take care of yourself to be the best for others. You've heard that saying, it is so true. So let's just take some time to focus on some things that you need to create as a good habit going forward. So the things that I like to look at is, you know, where am I right now in my life? You know, what is it that's motivating me in today's world? And what what's not motivating me, but should? And then I kind of write them all down and kind of pick a couple that, 
you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to write down 10 things that I want to change in my life. But what I am going to say is write down those 10 things, but maybe only pick one or two and focus on those two. And then once you start seeing that habit develop, then you add another habit and then you add another one and look at all the areas of your life, you know, so you may say, okay, well, I'm going to start putting out everything at night. So in the morning I just get up and everything is done. Now that's something that I do. I am not a really good morning person. I'm not that five o'clock AM. I don't do that. Didn't even do it when my kids were at home, but I will get up and I, and, and for me to get up and get going, I have to have my coffee. I feed the dogs. I have to make my bed. These are the habits that I have created for myself so that my mornings are calmer so that night before I'm putting the coffee cup sitting out, I'm getting all my stuff ready, putting the coffee in the coffee maker, the water and everything. And, and sometimes I'll even set the alarm for it to start on its own. Um, my dogs are already, you know, they're trained that they know they're going to have breakfast at this time every morning. So they're all ready to go out, do their business, come back in and eat. And everybody starts flowing through the day where it's an expectation. It's not boring, but it's an expectation through the day of, okay, that's my morning ritual. Now my day, my, my mid morning ritual, my noon ritual, my afternoon, my evening, you know, what is it that you do that gives you peace of mind, makes you calm and where you can focus? You know, those are the things that I always look at. If, is this going to improve my daily life? And if it is, then I'm going to really be focused on it. But you know what? I'm also that, that girl that may have that habit and not make up her bed every morning, you know, but I, I pretty much am. I'm just going to say that. But I'm also that person that every Sunday I go into town and fill my car up with gas. Now I know people will say, well, I have to fill up my car more than once. Then just be aware of that. Just like if you're going on an appointment or you're going to go out and show property, make sure you have a full tank of gas. Make sure you have an ice chest with water. Make sure you have the snacks. These are habits that you can develop that make you feel better. But guess what? In the meantime, it's making the people that are with you feel better, that you took the time, that you were aware, you know, and everything. So that way, when you're out showing property, you're not thinking, oh my gosh, I need some water. Oh, I wonder if they need water. You're relaxed because you have everything you need. You have been creating this habit over and over that you probably don't even think about it after a while. So these are the things, these could be little bitty things that could just make your life easier but have a huge impact on the way that your day goes. So this is where I kind of want you to look at. And then I want you to keep in mind that when you start developing a new habit, that you might start off with one way of doing it, but as you're creating that habit, you might say, you know what, that's really not working. Let me tweak it a little bit. You have permission, it's your habit. So whatever it is that's going to make it work for you, that's what you do. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. You do what works for you. Um, you know, so like with me, I mean, literally I lay out everything I wear the next morning. Um, 
I have I've learned that from corporate America. When I was getting up at 5 a.m. and getting the kids, you know, ready for school or daycare, I mean, I was that person because I had to take care of so many others in the morning that it just became a ritual with me. So, you know, nowadays, I mean, I wear yoga pants, uh, you know, t-shirts. You know, if I'm not going to have to be anywhere, that's what you're going to find me in. But I'm going to have it laid out, ready for the next day. I have it sitting in my bathroom on my little stool. I have everything laid out. So when I get up in the morning, I just go in and I wash my face, I brush my teeth, put on my clothes, I have my coffee, I feed my dogs. I mean, it's just flows, makes me feel calm. So that when I'm calm in the morning, my day is definitely going to go better. So just kind of think about how, you know, are you a morning person? Are you a night person? You got to make it work for you. So when you are doing that, so I'm just going to assume that, you know, you have to have a mindset of all of this. So for me, you know, after I get up in the morning at, you know, my rituals go on from the day. So I usually don't get into my office until about like nine o'clock may get up at seven, but I'm using those two hours to help me prep for the day. So I've done all my things. I've taken care of everybody that's needing me. And now I can sit down and do my thing. And so my thing is, you know, meditation. I may read my Bible. I may do a Bible study. I may read a devotion, you know, whatever is going to help you create a calm day. Doesn't mean it's going to go calm, but you can at least start out with that. And then as your day gets crazy, you can always find that place where you can come back to it. So kind of think about how that works for you and what, what is it that you can do for yourself that's going to help you go through the day in a more organized fashion because you have developed some really strong, good habits. But keeping in mind that, you know, you can't start a habit today and think, okay, by the end of the week, it's a habit. It's every day every day it's you've got to get up and say this is what i got to do this is what i've got to do um i know that people say you do a habit you know you do the same thing for you know six weeks it becomes a habit to me it's implementing it every day that's my habit is i get up i know what i need to do and i do it i don't stray from it i don't get lazy from it or i don't get distracted from it so I may, like yesterday morning, for an example, you know, I got up early, it was a Sunday, I got up, did my ritual, and then I was able to just leave for the day and go spend time with my family. And I didn't have to worry about it. When I got home last night, I knew what I needed to do to be ready for today. So kind of think about that. But then the other thing that I recommend is like pick one day of the week, I always say Sunday, and look at your week, the upcoming week. What is it you need to do? What appointments do you have? Put them in your planner. Um, what appointments do other people that you need to take care of have? And allow the time to get there and to get back. So if your appointment is at one o'clock and you need to leave somewhere by 1.30 in order to be there on time, then you need to put on your calendar, leave at 1.30. So then that way you're developing that habit of allowing more time to get to where you need to be. And then, um, you know, so I always sit down Sunday night, I plan out my week, I do everything in pencil because things will change. And then every night I sit down and look at what did I accomplish today? 
and what is it I need to do tomorrow? Do I need to make adjustments? Do I need to put something else in? I'm a post-it notes girl. So if something came up, I'm going to put it on my post-it note. I'm going to put it on my planner so that tonight I can sit down and look at everything and organize it. Okay. So that's one thing that you do is you, you try to keep your week as organized as you can. So for an example, on Monday mornings from 8.30 till 1 o'clock, team meetings all morning. I have an hour, I, I allocate an hour for each one of my team members so that we can sit down and talk about what they have going on from last week, what do we need to do to, for this week, and then anything else they want to talk to me about. That is their time to have me for themselves. And we may talk about personal things, we may talk about business, because they all go together. So just know that, you know, you can create your own schedule by creating that habit of doing it and stay into it. And don't let other people make you feel bad because you've implemented a habit that gives you a, a way to be calm and more focused and more confident in what you're doing in your daily life. So, you know, this, you know, applies to everybody in every part of the world, you know, that in any industry, no matter what you're doing, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a doctor or a real estate agent, whatever. But the, the things, the tips that I'm going to offer you is you've got to be motivated. You can't create a habit if you're not motivated. So you got to figure out what motivates you to create that habit, um, what excites you to do something you know, to, to do something for that habit and then write it down and use it as you develop the, let's call it a strategy, um, in creating that good habit and then reward yourself as you see that you're accomplishing that, then you want to reward yourself. Doesn't mean you have to go buy a $2,000 purse. It may be, I'm going to go treat myself to lunch or a massage, something like that. You always have to treat yourself. Then I want you to focus on the different areas of your life. And what areas do you feel that need your attention? So if you're one of these people that let your laundry accumulate all week long and then you do it all in one day, that you probably need to kind of create some new habits. Wash a load every day, every other day, something like that. Wash your car every day. Look at your bank account every other day. You know, what is it that you need to do in your life that's going to bring focus so that you can make that a habit of doing it consistently so that it becomes now just a way of life and it doesn't stress you out. Um, this could include your mental health. I mean, yeah, your mental health, your physical health, um, you know, focus on what your family needs, your friends, your finances, you know, what, what motivates you in, in every aspect of your life. But again, I'm going to say, when you create habits for yourself that are positive, it, it spreads out around everybody you're with. So just keep that in mind. And then the other one is confidence. So everybody has a, an area that they have self-doubt, right? So I want you to kind of help yourself identify where you feel you lack self-confidence, okay? I want you to focus on that area and then try to find ways to improve it so that you can create habits. So if me, I am, I am one of those that I literally wear everything in my heart, you know? So if I hear that, um, 
you know, somebody didn't like my podcast. And, you know, say one person out of 2000 did not like my podcast, okay? I'm gonna be focusing like, okay, well, that's great that, you know, 1,999 loved it, but why didn't that one like it? So I'm kind of that person, and so I have had to learn that you can't please everybody all the time, and your message is your message to deliver, and I have to look at the big numbers, and I have to look at the big picture, and I have to look at all the d direct messages and the instant, uh, the text and the emails of all the positive that I get from my podcast and not let that one take me down. So that's that's something that you have to deal with when with when you're in the public. You know, not everybody is going to love you. And I have I have a lot of self-confidence there, so I have to kind of let that go. And by doing this podcast has helped me do that. So I have, of course now have to stay create a habit on making sure I do my podcast every week at that time and it's delivered and it's this and it's that and it's everything that I want it to be, but everything that my audience is expecting from me. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into a podcast and self-confidence when I'm just talking is really nerve wracking because I don't know what you're thinking on the other side. I don't know if you're rolling your eyes. I don't know if you're cheering me on. I don't know that. So I just have to assume that the message that I'm delivering is working because I look at everything that comes back to me. So that's one area that you look at is where do you feel you lack confidence and then focus on how to build yourself up so that it doesn't take you down, okay? Then we have energy, you know, we need to know what works for you, what gets you excited, you know, is it um, listening to, you know, a motivational speaker that gets you all fired up and everything? Is it taking a two mile walk every day? Is it going to yoga? You know, what gives you energy that fuels your fire, I guess, is what I wanna say. And once you've discovered what that is, you know, so you kind of have to feel like, like with me, I love yoga, love going to yoga, love everything about it, but it's a struggle for me to get there. You know, it's just a struggle. I go at six o'clock in the evening, you know, by the time I've worked all day and gotten dinner ready and done everything, you know, that's really the last thing I want to do. But I force myself to go. And every time I get, I leave, I'm like, I can't complain. It's so good for me. You know, it's a mental thing for me. And so I have to really make it a habit to go to yoga at least twice a week. So that gives me energy because once I've done it, I feel good that I've done it. I feel good about my body. I feel good about my mind. And I'm, I've gotten away from everything from the day to re, you know, to kind of think it all through. Um, so kind of look at that and see what works for you, okay? It could be running on the treadmill for 10 minutes, whatever it may be, but what fuels that energy? And then we want to look at your purpose. You know, everybody thinks that, you know, they have a purpose in life and they do, but they could have more than one. And so what is that purpose? You know, look at the people that you're surrounded by and why are they in your life? That's the kind of way I look at it is why are they in my life? What is the purpose of them being in my life so that I can be aware of it and I can appreciate it and I can give them what they need from me because they're giving me what I need without me probably even knowing it. And you know, people will come into your lives um, for seasons. You know, they may come in and be in your life for five years and then 
they just kind of drift away and you have to be okay with that because they're there for a reason they're there for a season and then they have to move on and you have to not let that carry you or weigh you down you have to be appreciative to that time you had but knowing okay well this person is not in my life anymore so i need to understand what my purpose is and what did i learn from that relationship so that i can go forward i hope that makes sense but <clears throat> these are the areas that i love working with agents because you know you guys are have a hundred things going all the time so you kind of sometimes miss out on the little things that are going on and your your radar is a, sometimes needs to be adjusted so the reason for this podcast today is because i one have got to work on some habits and i thought well if i have to surely this is something that can help other people get motivated i don't claim to be an expert but I know what works for me and I know what I've seen that works for my clients when we're coaching and consulting with them. So these are just some of the little tools that I would recommend that you kind of take an, you know, an overall view of. You know, maybe when you're on vacation as you're driving to the beach or driving to the mountains, you can kind of think it through. Journal, you know, write things down. You know, how do you feel? You know, what makes you happy? What makes you sad? What makes you anxious? What makes you angry? You know, and put it all on a piece of paper and then kind of let it go and then figure out what do you need to do to make it a more positive life with positive habits that are taking place in your life, right? So, one of the things that we do every year is my husband and I will go down to the beach, spend a week. He knows that's kind of like my downtime, but at the same time, it's also re-energizing me to get fired up about some new project that I'm going to work on or a new, um, a new client that I'm taking on or something like that. But something that I'm doing with my business, I'm always looking at it during that time because we do take other vacations throughout the year. So this is kind of like my little time to sit on the beach with my notepad and a pencil and I just kind of write things down and kind of map it out and get a plan in place. It doesn't mean I'm gonna take action on it while I'm on vacation, but I kind of just think things through like, well, what hasn't been working? What's going to, maybe what I can be doing is this and this can be, you know, maybe this could be the answer to what's not working. And then I tweak it all the time, constantly tweaking it. I talk to my team. We um, have a very close relationship. I mean, everybody on my team is fabulous. And so I may be stuck on something and can take it to one of my team members and we talk it through and they could look at it in a whole new perspective and they can give me that idea. And now I'm creating this new habit based on some feedback that I'm getting. Okay. So kind of think about that. You know, when you are creating, you see a habit that you want to create or you can do better in, sometimes explaining it to someone else and them giving you feedback could be a huge, a huge win for you. So kind of think about that, you know, pick somebody that you're close to that knows you um, and can give you that honest feedback, but you have to be open to it as well. You know, they may say, well, you waste a lot of time on social media. Okay, so let's make a new habit. Let's only get on social media for 30 minutes a day. You know, for 30 minutes of fun time, 30 minutes a day. New habit, I do it from eight to 8.30 at night. That you can do. Now, I know you have to be on social media for your business and you get leads and things like that. That's not fun time, you know, that's work time. So you've got to be able to separate that social media, but at the same time, don't get sucked into it and get carried away, all right? 
<clears throat> and so I'm going to leave the, all of that right there with you. Hopefully you've walked away with some ideas, um, some ways to rethink your habits and what motivates you to move forward with them and implement new ones. But I'm also going to tell you about some books that I've read and they are huge in my life. Um, I have been reading The Power of Focus by um, Jack Canfield for years. I read it probably once a year. It's all marked up, dog-eared, post-it notes, the whole 10 yards. Um, it's just a good book. It helps you learn how to focus. Then um, Atomic Habits, which is another book that's really, really good. Um, it's, you can take away so much from that. So I have that not just in a book, but in Audible. And so when I am driving somewhere and I don't have anything else to listen to, I'll just turn that back on and just kind of pick up some tips and kind of re-energize my brain with it. So that's a really good one. And then there's another one called um, The Six Habits of Growth. Now this is only in Audible. Um, it's by, um, hang on just a minute, I'll tell you who it's by. It's Brendan Bruchard, I believe. Yep, Brendan Bruchard. And he also wrote High Performance Habits. So check those out if you haven't already bought them or listened to them or read them. I highly recommend that you get them, get you a highlighter and some post-its and, and go through it and pick out things that, that are helping you and put those in place. Um, I'm also the type that I will journal. Um, I journal, you know, my bad habits and what do I need to do? Why am I still doing them, etc. So, you know, kind of look at that, but then hopefully some of these tools will help you as well. And there's plenty of apps that you can download that will help you with habit tracking. Um, you can buy planners that are habit trackers and things like that. So even if it's just food, you know, if you're just that person that's like, you know, I just need to monitor my food, then get a habit tracker and, and track it, you know, um, get just, you know, everything, everything in your life, you should be able to kind of understand how that works in your life and when it needs your attention and when that habit needs to be created. I'm not saying everything is a daily habit, but you know, you need to decide what works for you. So like my habit for yoga is two times a week, Monday and Thursday, I will be at yoga. Now I sometimes will miss, but my goal is to create a healthy habit of going to yoga for one hour, two nights a week, you know, so I can, I can, I can definitely do it. It's just motivating myself to get there. So anyway, um, I would love to hear if you have any books that you recommend for anybody. Um, I will bring them up on the next podcast. Um, just drop me a DM. Let me know what you're reading. Um, anything that you've read in the past, um, anything that you've heard about. I am one of those people that if you were in my office, you see books everywhere. I'm like literally a library. So I would love to hear from you, and I hope this helped you out, give you something to think about, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks so much.